Did you know that there are actually four different kinds of hair damage? Lots of people just think about being blonde, chemical, that kind of damage, when in reality, there's actually four different kinds, and a lot of them overlap. So let's go over each one. First one, environmental damage. So this is caused by just your environment. So if you do not have a water softener in your house, it is likely that your hair is being affected by hard water. So if you own your house or if your landlord approves it, you can install a water softener. An easy, cheaper fix, or if you're renting, is to get a water filter for your shower head. I'd also suggest getting one for your sink for when you're washing your face. And I personally only drink bottled water or filtered water because I used to work in construction and I know what the inside of those water lines look like. It is affecting your hair, I promise you. You can also get a trace element test and send it into a lab. It's where you cut off a little chunk of your hair, send it in, and they tell you what kind of elements in just gross stuff is in your hair. And that's another good way to tell. But um, that is a little bit excessive. Chances are you're just better off just getting a water filter. So after you get the water filter, or let's say maybe you're traveling or something, you're going to also want to implement a few products into your regimen, maybe once a week or so. You're going to want a scalp scrub, and you're going to do this like weekly or so. It's just like an exfoliation process, just like you exfoliate for your skin. Helps get all, all that build off, dry skin cells in your scalp, all that. Get just a good deep clean. Then you're also going to want to get products with apple cider vinegar. So you can either choose shampoos that have apple cider vinegar or a rinse that has apple cider vinegar, and that will help cleanse because it is that vinegar and it just has those antibacterial, antifungal, all those properties that are going to help just clean everything up. Another type of environmental damage is air pollution. This one, it's kind of, I mean, it's just based off where you live. There's not a whole lot you can do about it besides making sure you're doing that deep clean. And the last kind of environmental damage there is, is chlorine in the pool and UV. So typically you're seeing these a lot more in the summer. UV can affect you anytime. Just like when it's sunny outside in the summer, you put sunscreen on. You're also going to want to use a UV protection for your scalp. They make specific sunscreens for your scalp and also UV protectant spray for your hair strands. So please just don't use like a normal shampoo on your scalp. And if you're sunburning your scalp, that can actually stunt hair growth and can fade your color. So make sure you're protecting your scalp and your hair strands anytime you're outside in the pool, working outside, all that stuff. Mechanical damage is the next kind of damage. So this one, we know it, but we don't think about it a lot of times. This can be anytime you're rough with your hair. If you grew up as a cheerleader like me, you know what I'm talking about because you used to have those slick back buns where your whole entire head would be sore the next day. So this can be like brushing too hard or with the wrong comb. So when you get out of the shower, first of all, your wet hair is at its most fragile state. So you want to be extra gentle with it. You want to brush from the bottom to the top and actually put your brush vertical rather than horizontal when you brush. You're going to want to use a detangler and a detangle brush. One of those ones with like the holes in the back. Find them at Target for like five bucks. It is going to change so much how much hair break it, there is. 
You're also going to want to use the same brush and brush before you go to bed and when you wake up. You can also use a detangler. I like to use one that also has a deep conditioner in it, a leave-in conditioner. And that is going to minimize damage for like just that like piles up on your head after not brushing for a while. Mechanical damage can also be caused from sleep damage for when you sleep. So in order to help this, you're going to want to get a silk pillowcase or even like a silk bonnet, a silk headband, something like that to just protect your hair. If you're tossing and turning like I am all night, you wake up with your hair so tangled. If you don't want to invest in a silk pillowcase or bonnet, you can also do what I call pineapple in your hair when you sleep. And that means putting it right on the top of your head. I'm talking literally like a pineapple or a unicorn or something with a loose hair tie, a silk scrunchie, something like that. That is going to protect it without it being too tight while you sleep. So that way it's not getting tossed and turned around. So like I said, wet hair is fragile hair. If you are using a scalp scrubber, which I highly recommend for hair growth, you're not going to want to be using it on wet hair. So this is not the time to use it when you are rubbing in your shampoo. You're going to want to use your fingers to massage that and save your scalp scrubber for when your hair is dry. You're also going to want to make sure you brush with the detangler in your hair and using that right brush. So you want to use the detangler brush on wet hair specifically. And then if you're looking for styling brushes, you can also use a boar bristle brush and a bamboo brush. Those are going to be great for different purposes, but you're going to want to make sure to use those on dry hair and just save your detangling brush for the wet hair. You're also going to want to avoid any kind of super tight ponytail, super tight buns. Obviously, we can't do this all the time. If you want that power ponytail, like make it as tight as you can, get that look. But at the end of the day, you're going to want to take it out, brush it out, put it in a loose bun, something while you sleep. You're not going to want to put your hair up and just leave it up tight for days on end. You can also use claw clips, silk scrunchies, things like that instead of elastics whenever you can. Thermal damage is the next kind we're talking about, and you may have heard about this one as well. This comes from anything heat-related. So first thing, it could be hot tools. If you're using hot tools every single day, make sure you're using low heat. You don't need super high heat. If you tell me that your hair won't curl even on super high heat or you need a super high heat in order for the curl to stay, that is because your hair is already damaged and you need to back off the heat. And I know this is really hard. I was a frequent blow dryer, flat iron, curler. I mean, I grew up in the early 2000s when you flat ironed the front of your bangs every single day. But when you learn to love your natural hair, it's going to make it a lot healthier. This takes a lot of time and a lot of experience. It could be experimenting with showering in the morning or the night. It could be experimenting with different kind of products. It can be air drying or letting it air dry halfway before blow drying it, things like that. But when you really experiment and take the time to learn your natural hair, you're not going to feel the need to curl it or blow dry it every single day and save those hot tools for special occasions when you want to change up your look. 
If your ends are really fried, I'm talking it looks like straw, you have split ends, the ends won't hold a curl. So, but you want that like straight end look, you know what I mean? Like when you curl your hair, but then you've got the straight ends. Instead of straightening your ends after curling with a flat iron, learn to curl so that you leave the ends straight. I don't know if that makes sense, but you're going to curl like half of your head, like half of the strand, like the top half. And then you're going to leave the other half out and not touch the end with heat. This takes some practice. And I also have some videos up on my other social media accounts if you want to go take a look. Another source of thermal heat is UV damage. So this one kind of overlaps with the environmental damage, but UV can damage your skin and give you a sunburn just like it can do the same with your hair. So if you work outside a lot of times, that thermal damage and UV damage could be taking a toll on your hair. Make sure you're especially using those UV products. The last kind of damage to your hair is chemical damage. The one that we all know and we've been waiting on. So this is anything from dyeing your hair, either bleaching it blonde, highlights, or even going darker and just putting color on your hair. Could be permanent color, could be temporary color. If you're chemically perming it or straightening your hair, any kind of chemical treatments to your hair is going to cause some damage. Now, there's no way to avoid that damage, but I'm not saying that you don't need to go blonde. You don't have to go back to your natural hair color if you just think your hair is just so damaged and you need to go back to natural. That's not true. You can do other things to reverse that damage and to prevent some of that damage when you go into the salon. So before you go into the salon and you get your hair treated, you're going to want to do a scalp oil treatment. I've talked about this before. I'm all about the oil treatments, but you're going to want to do an oil treatment on your scalp, rub it in, use your scalp scrubber, and then let the rest of the oil sink through the rest of your hair. Brush it through the ends. You can even put extra on your ends. You want your hair pretty oily. You're going to let that sit for, I don't know, an hour at least, up to a day, sleep on it, stuff like that. And then you're going to want to wash your hair and actually go in with clean hair. When you show up with clean hair versus like day-old or couple-day-old hair, you're actually getting that color to sit better on your hair. And it's going to make it last longer, and it's also going to just prevent damage. So it's a win-win. The other way to prevent damage is by going in and getting your hair done less often. If you go in because let's say that you're a blonde and you got the perfect blonde highlights. We all know that you go in, you get the perfect blowout, you get the perfect blonde highlights. It's that perfect color. You come home a couple weeks later, it's instantly brassy. And if you're making an appointment because your hair is getting brassy, there's things you can do at home to make that blonde hair last longer so over time you're putting less chemical damage on your hair. All those things that we already talked about. So if you're deep cleaning your hair, if you're using purple shampoo, if you're using things to remove hard water from your hair, those are all things that cause brassiness and cause color to fade. UV damage is another thing that makes color fade. So if you're doing all those preventions, you won't have to go in as often and you'll have less damage to your hair. So those are all the types of damage that can have an effect on your hair. Environmental damage, mechanical damage, 
thermal damage, and chemical damage. So now that you know all the different kinds of damage, stay tuned for part two in this damage repair series, and we're going to figure out how to know everything about your hair, what your hair porosity is, how to figure out if it's damaged.